Shalom to all. And today we're going to learn Mishnah's Peah Perak Bay's Mishnah Dalad and Mishnah Hay. And today's Mishnahs are being learned with Chosrab Shlom Zalman of Zugasa Mercy at the Cholyat Sechalatim. They should be benched with Asachat Slach and Siat Dishmaya. Good health, Parnasa Beshefa, and Kol Tov Sela. And with Mishnah Dalad, we continue talking about what's considered something that divides a field into two. Villa Cheruven, when we're dealing with carob trees, call a Royan Zazet. If these carob trees are able to see each other, meaning even if these carob trees are planted really far apart from each other, as long as they can see each other, so then that's considered like one field and that's not considered like something dividing in between them for Peah purposes, that's even if there's a fence in between them. Why is that? That's because Cheruven, Carib, are very tall, they have a lot of branches, so it's very normal for them to be planted really far apart from each other. Now, Amram Gamliel, he tells us, In my father's house, they had the minig, they had the custom, that they would leave one payoff for all the olive trees that they had in each direction of the city. So for all the olive trees they had in the northern part of the city, they would leave one payoff for those olive trees, even though they were spaced very far apart from each other, even though one olive tree couldn't see another olive tree. And the same thing for all the olive trees that were in the other directions of the city as well. And when it came to the carob trees, if the tree was able to see another tree, so then that's considered like one field, and therefore you could leave one payoff for all these trees. Now, Rebbe Lezbeb Tzadik, Rebbe said in his name, and meaning in Rebbe Gamliel's name, they did the same thing for carob as they did for olives. All the carob trees situated on one side of the city had one pay left for all of them, even though they weren't able to see each other, but when a paskin like Rebbe Tzadik. Now, moving on to Mishnah, hey, we're moving on to a slightly different topic. If a person plants his field with one species, he decides to plant a whole field full of wheat. Even though he makes it into two granos, which literally means two threshing floors, but that means that he harvests it at two separate points in time, he's going to leave one peah for that entire field. However, if he planted two separate species, he had his whole big field, and he planted half of it with wheat and half of it with barley. Even though he harvested it all together, he leaves off two separate peahs because it's two distinct species and it's like two separate fields. But now let's say he planted two different types, two different strains of wheat in his field. We know there's many different strains of every fruit and vegetable that we have. For example, with barley, they have two row barley, four row, six row barley. Some barley is good for your chalent, that would be pearl barley. Other is good for animal food. Some is good for beer making. So a person planted two different strains of wheat. So a person planted two different strains of wheat in his field. Would he be chive to take off two peahs or only one peah? On one hand, it's considered like the same species. It's all wheat. But on the other hand, it's two different strains of that same species, so perhaps that's considered like two separate fields. So Mishnah tells us, Asan garin achas, if he harvested all at once, noisin peah achas, so then he would leave off one peah. But shtei garnas, if he harvested at two separate points in time, noisin shtei peah, so then he would leave off two peahs. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Vav with this story about this halacha that we just learned, and Mishnah Zion. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.